But you don't know me. Shut up and sit down. Welcome back to You Don't Know Me, a podcast about people you don't know. I'm your host, Veeps. I'm your co-host, Tink. And today we have two brand new guests on the show, and they actually have their very own podcast. We have... Filthy, Michelangelo. And what's the name of your podcast? Okay, it is called uh, In the Can with Dr. Randall McNally. (laughs) Very cool. And we're going to get to that in a second. Okay. But one thing I wanted to go ahead and jump into is kind of how you guys ended up here. Like, how do other podcast hosts end up on a different podcast? (laughs) I just knew someone who had a podcast. (laughs) <laughs> no. Um, what he's saying is he knew It's Tink. marketing. Yeah. Tink. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He knew me because we share some mutual friends, and I went on his their original podcast that they had before this one, and it was a guest. We talked a lot of uh, nerd stuff about Star Wars and what we thought the new movie at the time was going to basically be about. Yeah, it had yet to be released, you know, and um, The Force Awakens. And it was a terrible show. Uh, this yeah, isn't the bad. one. I'm, this isn't the current one, though. Yeah. In the can, we're a little bit happier with. You know what I mean? Mm. So you know. Well, so tell us a little bit about in the can. Actually, I'm I'm really curious about this because I've only heard like part of one episode. So well, filthy would probably um, say it wrong. So I'm going to take it upon me. <laughs> I say cans. First off, he says cans. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold I'm on. a crowbar. Also, it, yeah, there is a, a bit of pretense to it. It is in the can, as in C-A-N-N-E-S, the film festival, mm. which I'm sure is named after a town in France. But um, in the can with Dr. Randall McNally is a show about uh, hmm, two near do wells, ne'er do well, nitwits. You don't say near do well. It's ne'er do well. Dude, I don't say anything, right? You know that shit. You're always correcting me. I, I, feel, grammar like police a, I and shit. feel like a dick when I do that, and I apologize. All right, thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you very much. See, that's friends. That's friends is actually they work through things. I wish the country could be friends again. Anyways, um, for the podcast, it's about two ne'er-do-wells who um, think they're going to be big, successful um, uh, screenwriters, uh, you know, movie idea men. They don't even know what they want. They just know how to pitch each other really terrible movies. They and only share being, each other's opinions, so yeah. that's yeah. it. Yeah, it's yeah. it's basically us playing the dumbest versions of ourselves we possibly can, which is surprisingly <laughs> easy to tap into that. I was going to say, with that trivia, they're like, oh, so are they like brain dead? Yeah, it felt like the other team was looking at us like, are they dumb? And yes is the answer. Yeah. <laughs> we really are. For context, we recorded prior to this um, podcast host, first podcast host, Nerd Trivia, and Groot and Medusa wiped the floor with them. <laughs> they seriously murked you too. I'm sorry. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. I think we got like two questions right. <laughs> I think, yeah, yeah. It was the question about farts we were able to get correctly. <laughs> if did it's about ask- monster trucks, farts, beer, we got it. Yep. Pro wrestling. You ask us that? We're good. wrestling. Well, my side. Yeah, I'm sorry. Filthy uh, uh, wrestles uh, men in trailer park backyards for a living. Oh, wow. No, that's where you start. Now I'm in a gymnasium. He worked his way up to a gymnasium. Thank you. And I, you know. And he's also just entered puberty, if you could hear by the voice breaking. And he's he's had a big year, honestly, guys. So just be excited for Filthy. Thank you. Everybody be excited for Filthy. Snaps for Filthy. Hashtag, oh my god, because I had to go find me. (laughs) (laughs) Filthy's big year. (laughs) We just asked for snaps, not money. (laughs) We just want videos of you guys sending filthy snaps, and we will send everything to them. (laughs) Like, what kind of snap? Like, with your fingers, or I just go, fuck ass, and just, you know. No, not like snapping, like they they lose themselves, like snap. Okay. Because he can do both. (laughs) Okay. So let's get back to you in the can. So, okay, we've established that <laughs> Filthy likes wrestling and that he can't snap. That's right, yeah. Michelangelo, yeah. what's your deal? Uh, let's see. Uh, don't wrestle. I can snap. I um, uh, independent filmmaker, make short films. Um, I also run a videography company. Um, and I don't know. You know, I'm a recovering hypochondriac. Um, 
let's see. Uh, is that real life? I want. Like, that's no, that's real. Really? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I used to wind up in the ER all the time. I had a really bad like eighteen month period where I just caused any, any. I was overcome with so much anxiety. There was a lot going on uh, in my head at the time, and uh, I'd wind up at the ER all the all the time, just going in there. You know, my doctor kept telling me, "You're fine. Get out of here." You know. <laughs> Uh, let's see. What all have I thought I've had? I thought I had brain cancer. I thought I had... Spent too much time on WebMD. It's called cyberchondria now. Is um, I had it to where... Let's see. I thought I had lupus. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, it's any Actually, all the autoimmune disorders or diseases thought I had those. Okay? Oh, yeah, so totally. I thought I had multiple sclerosis. I mean, sclerosis. if you're tired, that's what they diagnose you with. Well, the online. question... <laughs> The question eventually goes to, is it uh, relapsing, remitting uh, multiple sclerosis, or is it just the big heavy one? I didn't know. I turned out none of them. Uh, I thought I had throat cancer. I couldn't talk for a day because I had so convinced myself I had throat cancer. Let's see. Uh, Crohn's disease. IBS. killing, Taylor. I've had it all. In my head, I've had it all. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. I'm good now, but, uh, you know, I had to... Her take is actually crying right now. Well, I'm not a hypochondriac, but uh, I'm the kind of guy, if I think there's something wrong, I go, I'll, I'll see what it does tomorrow. Yeah, you know? Philip, uh, filthy, yeah. as he's known, has GERD. That's about it. I do have bad, like, gaggy. Like, if I get, like, too hot, I'll be, uh, uh, or, like, if there's too much smoke, if, like, there's or, like, someone one that's smoking. Or, like, one time I, yeah. Like yeah. a group, like he's a gaggy guy. If there are one three time, people smoking cigarettes, I'm like, because I'm trying to fit in too. So I'm, I'm, I'm smoking too. Also, he's, he's almost thirty and he's still trying to fit in by smoking with people. Yeah. Also, like I don't even like him. Recently, the 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 uh, the uh, the temporary crown in my mouth came out, and I was like, hey, look at this, right? And oh yeah. I wasn't trying to grow some. I was just like, oh, this thing fell out, you know, this fake tooth. And he's and he had to like run off to go not vomit, but close to it. Well, it looks like you took a tooth out of your fucking mouth. That's Absolutely. you know, and it's like the inside of a mouth uh, snot boogers or anything just makes me ooh. so I have some really weird pet peeves as well or like yeah. things that like really gross me out like skin shit yeah I can't if somebody's skin is peeling from a sunburn I'm like get the fuck away from me right uh, now like no sure 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 <laughs> oh my god I was out for like five minutes <laughs> sorry one of the sorry. things I hate is when there's the mole and there's like a long hair and they just don't fucking care to cut it I'm, I'm like Cut it. And it's on the face prominently. Not like a beauty mark. I have a beauty mark. Yeah. Um, well, I, you know, I added it there myself. Well, next to my nose. Uh, you know, exactly. No, this right here. Can you see it? It's okay. beautiful. Thank you so much. I know it is. It's like Cindy um, Crawford. Sorry. How did we get onto this? Okay. So before we get too far down the rabbit hole here, <laughs> I just want to know a little bit of backstory about you guys. So your best friends, how long have you guys known each other? We're semi-best friends. Semi, on. yeah. yeah the, he's oh, got God. a best friend. I've got a here. best friend. But my other we, best friend is named Michael. Yeah, we're the Venn diagram of sucks, best though. friends. We're the best friends' best friends. No, that don't make sense, but we're, we're semi-best friends. Okay, yeah. you're like... Well, you know, the that's not... three best friends. He's Darn my it. second string best friend. Son of a bitch, you can have... Exactly, <laughs> that's tier. the best way to say it. Okay. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say you can have multiple best friends, and you know what, Filthy, you're one of my best friends. Right? You're on the bench sometimes. I fucking love oh, you. We yeah. just had Some... a breakthrough on air, guys. I know, so... Okay, so when did you guys meet? Seventh grade. Seventh grade. Seventh grade. Uh, I was there was like, an actual concrete answer for that question. I know. Yeah, no, it's true. Well, I was a little fat kid wearing a Misfits t-shirt, and he was standing there wearing a uh, like a like an adolescence t-shirt. And I was like, you like punk rock? Yeah, me too. Cool. And then we yeah. just started a band, and we hated everybody, and everybody hated us. <laughs> that sounds about right. And then the band broke up, and we didn't talk to each other for like 10 years. I swear to God, we didn't become friends again till 2014. Yeah. Did you have a Yoko that broke you guys up? No, we just had a thing called an ego. No, we've never had an argument about that. He likes women, I like men, so it wasn't really a oh. problem with that. So there was no well, God couple. Yeah. yeah, you're Felix Unger, I guess. Felix. I didn't watch the show, I just know one of the names. <laughs> exactly, yeah. You're he the one guy be, whose name Oscar. I know. I just know the theme song. Bum, bum, I always bum, forget... I always forget Oscar's last name, but yeah, I guess that would be Wild. the case. He's okay. the slob, I'm the um, intelligent, Okay, so you guys... Became friends again in 2014. We what? reconnected. So how did a podcast come out of that? Sitting on the porch stone, just going like, we should do a podcast, man, or something. Well, no, it was like, show up, uh, take it of pot. Take a painkiller that you were not prescribed. And yeah. it was like, hey, you I don't, know what? I don't do now, that anymore. 
uh, now it's, let's start a podcast. All yeah. right. And then we started down the long road of really bad podcasting. <laughs> Why uh, would you say bad? Oh, you were, Tink, you were a guest on the previous one where <laughs> it was an hour and a half of, and it's fun to talk about when you were on of Star Wars. Yeah. But... But then we would go on our tangents. We would go on our tangents. We would make no sense. He was the host. Uh, Filthy was the host. And f- we realized Philip's not a good host. No, no. I'm <laughs> I'm like Here's how the his show's Robin started. Quivers of his Howard Stern. Or I, or I could be stuttering John. Are you guys a fan of Howard Stern? Anyway. No. Yeah, and that's a very that old reference. That's way over that's my like head. That's like an old, yeah. old reference he made, by the way. So that's you guys not fair did like him. to talk about body fluids a lot. Did. We've yeah, also we did moved on that past that. <laughs> Not too far from past. Funny no, story. Oh, no, we'll still throw in the odd body fluid. Just hurl that <laughs> so, in there for safekeeping. But a a ten year old <laughs> at the wrestling show, his dad's a wrestler, so he was listening to the podcast in the car, and the kid comes up to me and goes, "You say jizz a lot," and I was 10. just like, "All right, I'm." I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah, it was Ten-year-old's like, correcting me. It was like, we're going down a bad path here. You know? <laughs> and then I was also like... Pigeonholing yourself a bit. You exactly. Know, in terms of content. Why did yeah. a ten-year-old just say jizz? <laughs> because you, you said taught jizz. It to yeah, you said jizz into his ear, well, dum-dum. You should say it. He should say, you say the J word a lot. He's ten. He shouldn't talk like he that. He should say ejaculate. Because he's proper. Because he's proper. Because they teach that the ten-year-olds. Sorry, anyways, go on. Okay. That's that's how we met. <laughs> so that, I think you pretty much covered how the podcast started. And how which the, it sounds like that's the type of podcast you would get if that's how it started. A couple years of recreational drugs and shame and hate, and then now we're all yay. We're you know we're we're doing a lot better, uh, and we actually like our show. Mm. The other one we liked, but it didn't seem like we put enough effort into it. It was just like all right, record, and then the editing. We're just like. You know, when you're yeah. in a band, you think your band's the shit. You think yeah. they're amazing. Yeah. And then you eventually find out by either getting better or quitting the band that, oh, our band sucked. Mm. That's how the podcast was. The first one, we were like, we, we rock. We're taking over the podcasting game with this podcast, yeah. obviously. We're the best in the world. We're and on a college network. We were on a college and network. don't go to college. And we didn't go to that college. But what's the top famous, of the network? Right? Huh? Didn't you have someone also famous come onto the show? Yeah, Dakarski was one of them. Oh, yeah. Well, a uh, local... Uh, Atlanta legend of the character acting world. I don't know. Uh, Bill Tikarski, William Tikarski. He's the killer from the Too Many Cooks video that went viral a few years ago. Um, works with Adult Swim a lot. I think your pretty face is going your pretty to face hell. Your pretty face is going to hell. Yeah, he plays one of the demons on that. I don't watch Adult Swim much, but um, uh, yeah, we had him on our show. We, you can find him easy on Facebook. He keeps his profile out there very big, and I had met him through uh, um, through working in the film industry. I was assistant camera or something on some set mm. and uh, met him get his information and we sent him an email and it was like hey you want to be on a podcast with me and my weird buddy you know and he said he <laughs> who's said, the weird one I don't, I don't know but uh, anyways he shows up he had to drive two hours from the other side of Atlanta midday like, like no like 5pm so he didn't get there till like 7 yeah we were already trashed we were already trashed because we took nothing serious. So I like the grin that came with that. You were like, oh, man. No, we just didn't take shit serious. And I'm not, I'm not trying to claim that you should take everything serious, but we You got to have fun, no but you also got to not take a bunch of Vicodin for weeks in a row. Because yeah. by the time he got there, we had been arguing. We were just very mad and very tense and shaking. And uh, he shows up for what's supposed to be a fun interview. Like, and so anyways, halfway through the interview, we're trying to be funny and we're saying dumb stuff, but none of it's funny. And it's yeah. all very sad. And he sat there and he has this look like... Looking at his beer bottle. His look is immediately like, oh, I've checked out. Fuck this. He pulls out his smartphone and he's just sat there looking at stuff while we're in the middle of the show. So me and him are talking to each other like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> what do you think about that, Bill? And then he's just like, that sounds great, guys, you know? <sighs> And then he left. Yeah. And then he left. And I that was grandkids the, I wanted to see, you son of a bitches. That was the last episode we ever did of that. Yeah. And then we said, okay, this does not work. You know, like, yeah. first off, the podcast is supposed to be fun for us. You know, we've got our respective careers that we're working on. So. And we also kicked uh, 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 Vicodin and shit. You know, that's not cool. Well, I didn't have the problem. He, but I, mean, I was like, you have one? I'll have three. But now, no, I, that shit fucking scares me. I don't like it. Yeah, no, that's. Yeah. That'll do it. Just get a little dark. 
<laughs> no, but I mean that that's real, right? So oh, it's yeah. kind of behind the scenes, right? When you when you it makes you complacent on... too. You just want to sit like sit on the couch and just I'm gonna binge watch things, and it's yeah. like yeah. you right. could be like going outside. Great. Nobody. So yeah, it, So the podcasting, it, it kind of was that part of the reason why you kind of decided to make really big changes. Was that like part of your wake up call? Uh, that yeah, that's that is you actually hit it there. But also, I'm fucking almost thirty, so yeah. time to take some shit serious. Just kind of know. a wake up call. Quit being the party guy. Yeah, like he January. Made, he's made some big changes. I though. like I. For, for six days a week, I fucking work out. I mean, I might not it it might not show, but I used to be mm-hmm. worse than I am now. But I just don't like stopping. I I like to do it. It makes me feel good. I don't like doing prescription drugs. I do smoke weed. That's that's not going anywhere <laughs> till I'm. I guess I have kids or something. Yeah. When there's responsibility, not just a dog, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm doing good. I feel great. Uh, and that's about all I gotta say about that. That's well, about all. Forced gum <laughs> over gumped there. It. Yeah. No, but one of the things that I find really interesting from a personal standpoint mm-hmm. is the amount of reflection that goes into it. Like, yeah. I I never really heard myself speak. You know, I mean, like you you talk all the time, but you don't like think about it and really listen. And I had to listen yeah. to times where I kind of stole the stage and like had to cut a lot of those things out and realize like, okay, these are areas where I need to grow. And I mean, I think. Weirdly enough, doing a podcast actually helps you grow. It spurs a lot of self growth and, yeah. and self reflection. A lot so. of reflection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it, you guys joke about it and how bad it was, but I mean, it sounds like it really produced something that's really cool. And but it was our what beginning. you guys are doing now. Anytime you screw something up big time, you've got to learn something from it, right? You know? Yeah. And, I agree. Uh, right. So. We screwed up that first podcast because, you know, we... And a big thanks out to your guest, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He never even him. asked for the the audio file to hear it. You know, he was like, okay, that was a waste of time. So, yeah, eventually you realize, okay, well, better microphones. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to actually have a plan here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, build up the, the music bed, the sound bed. Like, take everything seriously. Yeah. Like, start organizing as much as possible, you know, and uh, makes it we less We went through the same thing, yeah. 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 Exactly. This is nice. We yeah. actually started with like a handheld recorder, two lavalier yep. mics, and that okay. was it. And you did it with lav mics, really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we wow. did it with a handheld recorder because I looked up the, Would you have the, the cheapest or way. Um, oh, I can't even remember. Sorry, that's oh, mine. Oh, I have no idea. I just remember that, and we had two lawn chairs. Yeah, <laughs> we literally had two camping because I lived in a studio apartment with like no sitting, no okay. seating. Okay. So we bought cheap like camping chairs, and we just sat and clipped the lavalier mics on and just like talked. And uh, we actually came out with some really great content we and we realized like, okay, we're on to something here, but the basics have to change, right? Like this is not going to get, get a following with mm-hmm. the amount of quality that we have right it's now. It's like when you see that little glimmer and you're like, we can make something out of this. Yeah. We have to cut out a lot of the fat that sucks and then get right cut to the quick, you know? Exactly. Still to this day, one of the shows that we recorded, which was us in her first yeah. Her first recording, it was the Tinder Files episode. We realized we had like such a good dynamic, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, I really need to do this with a co-host." And okay, so that's that's another thing that we realized yeah. with our with our podcast was originally it was called Philip Goes to Hollywood, and mm-hmm. it's starring Filthy as the as uh, the, the host. The, yeah, yeah. And I, eventually I became a co-host because he's. Here's I'm not an interviewer kind of guy. Yeah, here's how the show would start. Ready? Right? Okay, music would play, and then instead of "Hey, welcome to Philip Goes to Hollywood" or whatever. Filthy would go. Um, hey, everybody. You know, he would just go, uh, oh, I, I, hi. Um, oh, and then it would just go downhill from there. <laughs> and I would start crying, too. Yeah, and he would start crying, void his bowels, and then we'd have to clean him up, and then we'd have okay. to, big edit point for that, yeah. and then we'd have to come back. Okay, we're back. Nothing happened. Blah, blah. Um, no, but eventually we realized that what we're really good at is, because uh, as, as a filmmaker, if I can do anything, I, I'm comfortable behind the camera. Right. Mm. Second, I get a camera on me, I don't. I don't know my name anymore. I panic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very. It's it's, especially film. I mean, like part of the reason why this was so much more accessible for us was like we don't have to worry about what we look like, right? And I think, especially from a female perspective, I know that that. I mean, like that sucks for everybody. (laughs) Like, I will say that I do have a little bit of uh, that body dysmorphia. Yeah. Right. I'll look Mm -hmm. at myself and be like, "You fat piece of shit." You know. (laughs) The internal like dialogue (laughs) is terrible. Oh yeah, and then you have like a glass of uh, you know liquor or wine you go no I'm beautiful and then like two glasses <laughs> later you're like you. fuck me I suck more you're just, <laughs> you're just throwing shit at the wall throwing shit at the wall me and him just go through the whole cycle yeah. but... he's manic <laughs> <laughs> depressed I don't know what we are I don't go to doctors no we stay I'm, away you know, from them 
yeah. dying. But this is really interesting too to, to hear somebody else kind of go through something yeah, similar. We're not the like, only one. yeah, we're not the only mm-hmm. one who like kind of went through the fire to get where we are yeah. now, which is still not huge, right? We still have a long way to go. You guys still we have a long started. way to go. But, <laughs> but it makes you feel so much more uh, yeah, uh, but, comfortable yeah. at least mm-hmm. to have that. Yeah, Especially yeah. when you believe in your product now. Like you guys yeah. really love your new podcast. And to, and to explain yeah. a little bit more about it, it's it's sketch comedy, right? Or like skit comedy? It's basically improv by two guys who were never trained in improv. And <laughs> yeah. So but we, it's all pre-recorded and you record it as a season, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. This is a, We rolled out the first eight episodes. We took a good five months trying to figure out how to do it. We almost did another podcast in the interim and then realized, oh, that one sucks. And then we went back yeah. to the idea we liked. A lot of trial and yeah. error. A lot of trial and error. And then so we, kind of Netflix style, like release all at once, binge listen type of deal, right? Exactly. We might move to more of a schedule, but right now it's just push this first season, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. or many To see seasons. if that gets traction. And, exactly. Yeah. yeah. We've been... Uh, uh, filthy here has been I do all the editing uh, I have the equipment I do the setup and all that filthy does the um, the, pr- the, the promoting yeah, trying right. to get it out there thing I'm I guess the entrepreneur is that how you say that uh, yeah you're misusing it though he's just the guy on Facebook you know <laughs> I would hate to take the social on a media test. manager yeah the marketing yep yeah the marketing and stuff yeah he's like oh, yeah, I'm kind of a golden god like, is that the word it's, I mean you're yeah. he has been doing a really good job because here was the other problem with our podcast at mm. first. We didn't promote it. We would share it to like a no. hundred people on Facebook. Who, they, your friends, your fr- some of them will listen to it, but most, most of won't. Most of them won't. There's no Actually, reason to be mad at them about more it. More reasons to like for strangers to listen. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. I feel like you get more buy-in. I don't like to peddle it to, to necessarily people I know. You know what the like, other, yeah. the, 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 I, I, I remember being mad about that. You know, like why won't my friends listen to this? And then I thought exactly. if they sent me something. <laughs> I would be like, if I listen to this and it sucks, what am I gonna say? You've sent them a real problem. You, you know? just lie. Just it was lie. real good. You should keep it up. It was real good. Yeah. You should keep it. up. Yeah, and then you feel good. Like, mm, you know. oh no. And I did. I made that mistake of um, sending it to a bunch of people and asking for feedback. <laughs> Ooh. And I was not ready for it. Sure. <laughs> they were like, you know, the sound is, is a little uneven, and like they were trying to. And I was like, you know what? Uh, oh uh. yeah. See, I go the extra step and actually say that to them well fuck you then you don't love my shit you suck yeah. and then like later like oh man you're not even my friend yeah and then eventually it was like all right we can't keep doing this to the people we love we can't yeah. involve them in this mess mm-hmm. so uh, one of the things that I, <laughs> what? I can't stop laughing <laughs> they're so funny <laughs> you guys do have a funny dynamic um thank you, thank you. But you guys have some really interesting stories together from not just podcasting. Yeah. You mentioned that. So talk to me about some of those. I know you kind of wrote a couple prompts. <laughs> okay. My grandmother had just died, right? This is a funny story. Okay. Not a, that part. Not that she part. She slipped on a banana pill and just <laughs> yeah, and she she farted died. and her back went out and then she died. Yeah. That, that still no, sounds that's, bad. That's still, <laughs> that's still really sad. She blew up into confetti and everybody had a good Magically, time. Magically. People were like, oh my God. Anyways, here's what happened. No, that's not what happened. Uh-huh. My grandmother died of, I don't know, old-aged problems. And um, we I had to clear out stuff from her apartment. She lived in an assisted living facility. I was like, all right, we got to clear that out. And Of course, he, filthy I'm the one with the truck. Filthy has the truck. He needs to help. And he was like, oh. You sound like someone with a truck. I am. He does. He does. I try to go. I could get a car. No, I can't. Anyway, he <laughs> couldn't do fit it. Your aesthetic, man. Sometimes you gotta haul things once a it's year. Gotta, you gotta build your brand. That's the thing. Yeah. He never hauls anything in it, except for my dead grandmother's uh, furniture. Furniture. Anyways, we go to this place, and we're pulling all this stuff. My grandmother's been dead maybe six, seven days. You know, uh, I, you know, and so it still smells like her in the apartment. It's creepy. We're pulling all this stuff out, putting it in the truck. We come walking out the first time with furniture to take out to the parking lot to put into his truck. And there is this elderly woman sat there, 70s, 80s, probably an octogenarian. Her skin was transparent. I mean, yeah. she had to be you like, could, <laughs> she looked like Lopin from uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, Absolutely. I love that movie. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, she, she looked like that. Yeah. Had that Lopin skin. And she sat there. She had that Lopin skin. <laughs> and Pretty she, nice. <laughs> right? She sat there. We come watch. She got this weird little dog that the old ladies always have. And she sat there and she goes, hi. And we're like, oh, don't talk oh, to God, her. They're sad. They, they'll go away. Right? Same thing. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so we come back in, 
and we have to walk past her again. She sat in the lobby. So we come walking past her again, and we're like, all right, just look down straight ahead of you. And she just, are you new here? And we were like, this is an assisted living facility for old people. <laughs> yeah. She asked if we're new here. So my first thought is she must think that we're, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, helpers or something working. We're the help. Right. <laughs> exactly. So we look at her. Uh, no, we're, we're not new here. But, um, you know, you know, she stands up now. She does that slow stand up where you hear every bone in her body crack. You know, she's so old. And she comes over with this little dog. Grabs your arm. Right? She grabs me by the arm. Grabs me by the... the oh, my God, no. Exactly. Grabs me by the so arm. And this. she pulls up. She starts telling us the most horrifying... Old people after a certain point don't care. No, they don't. They're about, free. Yeah, yeah, so they tell you the insane sadness that we all avoid until that age. Oh. The thing that we... Oh, no, I'm fine. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Right? Facebook psychology of just, no, everything's going good for me. You know, old people don't give a shit anymore. She comes up. She grabs me by the arm and she goes... What are all the things she's saying? She's saying uh, about how about her kids dying and her husband being like you know uh, diddler and her husband all that shit. what her, hus- her husband crazy. oh my god but it all connects somehow it's something about puppets it was no no no, no. that's at the end that's <laughs> at the end. Stop, 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 stop. don't say it okay. okay that's at the end okay I'm, so she starts yeah, no, she, she starts telling us about one of her kids died in the navy. All right, and we were like, oh my gosh, are you during a war or something? She's like, no, it just fell off the boat or something, right? And we're like, Jesus, okay. The next one died of AIDS during the, during the early 80s, right? Then the husband, then she starts making this even worse. She said, but I think it was my, my husband gave my son AIDS. And we're like, what? You know? And she said, she did it. He did it to destroy him or something like that. And we're like, okay. Right? Yeah. And then she said, the puppets. That's how you find out who molested a child, right? Well, what are you talking about? She said, just put the puppet on your hand. And this one man down the street, and I came out with a gun and I shot him. I said, I'll blow your damn brains out. She's talking to us like this with makeup smeared, like like the lipstick around the lips, like a clown or something. Like she just was so barely like put together and holding the on. The makeup shotgun. From yeah, the from Simpsons. the Simpsons. Exactly. <laughs> we get in the we get in back into the elevator. We leave. This is after twenty minutes of this. I'm saving mm-hmm. you time. We get back into the elevator, and as the elevator door is closing, she's just standing there waving at us goodbye. It was like a scene from Stephen King's It or something. It was like she's gonna morph into the Pennywise the clown. Yeah, exactly. You'll float down here too. She was Bob Gray. <laughs> exactly. Um, so there's that one. There's another one where he had a. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's my story. But yes. her husband was a diddler? We don't know. No, no, no. None she of could have been prob- full of shit yeah, for all we know. I don't know. think she was full of shit. I think her brain had melted. Uh, yeah. I don't mean to be all medical. I think her brain had melted. <laughs> her brain and fucking rotted. Her brain rotted with age. It happens. We're living too long, probably. And she just said a bunch of crazy things. But I will... It's filthy right in that they did all interconnect. Yeah. Like... The kid who fell off the boat in the Navy was somehow involved with a friend of his who somehow gave AIDS to him, but the husband... It's very confusing. I wouldn't even know where to begin. I'm lost at the puppet part. Like, how do you tell? I was assuming it's the where it show me on the puppet where he touched you. Yeah. But what she, the way she said it was she also tried to murder somebody with a gun and then they made her live here and like her husband was stealing like medicine from you know it's probably really sad that she's probably telling you know what's really sad is that she's probably telling the truth is that she probably has like dementia yeah she's getting everything confused it's probably jumbled up it's sad yeah that's a thing okay well at that moment though like true funny story now sad way (laughs) going into the elevator and and just looking at you what the fuck was that (laughs) and we were just trying to like I i was like i hope she doesn't yeah, later, I need to get on the second floor. Like, no, please don't. Exactly. Later, <laughs> don't follow us. I, I think later you'll worry about them, but at the yeah. time you're like, get the fuck away from me, please. You yeah, know? no, I, I totally get that. Yeah. Oh, that's so creepy. Another creepy encounter. Um, I have this guy. We'll call him JC. Not Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, I got this guy near um, my heart. He lived behind me in my old house that I still own, but I rent the house next to it because I'm lazy. I didn't want to have to move up the street, so I just walked down the hill. So this guy, um, never met him besides 
that time he sh- he like he showed up. It was it was me and Michael and a handful of Michelangelo. Other that's I guess he noticed we were on my back patio, you know, like smoking a blunt and like like having beers. Were we and smoking whatever. a blunt? I don't smoke blunts. That's too heavy for me. Um, <laughs> Rusty was there. I probably had taken a hit. <laughs> One of my buddies was there. That's like my dealer doctor. He's my dealer uh, he's doctor. My doctor. So That's, he was oh, oh, there. Also, I'd country. like to add that Filthy lives in the country where, I was just, where a dealer is a doctor. I live doctor. in Gwinnett County. I'm sorry. I'm not fancy Atlanta. I'm not But I do like Atlanta. it here. It's nice. That's, that's his... Uh, all right, yeah. Go on. <laughs> so, never met the guy. It's about 8 o'clock. He knocks on uh, the door. Of course, my dog's like... Rah, 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 rah. And I was like... Uh, my buddy was closer to the door. So I was like, hey, get the door. And this is guy like holding a six-pack, but there's three in it. He's holding. He's holding a six pack. And rings. he is hammered off his ass, and he's like, "That's okay. I'm a friend." And that's, that's like how he the introduced first himself. I mean, you no harm. I am a friend. Like he's a fucking alien, and I'm just like, <laughs> "Yeah, like he just learned this that? language." I like, am a normal human. Yeah, exactly. And, I am a human. But it was like more you. sad like this. He was like, <laughs> "Yeah, he did you know, have a I very." Just, I just noticed you guys hanging out. Thought I'd come hang out. You seem like a bunch of cool guys. And I was like, <laughs> he, I, he talked like that. He was also a stranger, so I was like, we'll just go in like the front wanted, porch. Because yeah, I, I yeah. like if I don't know the person or if it's not a acquaintance, I've been robbed before. So I was just like, plus he just he already seemed fucking weird. <laughs> he gave off a very bad vibe yeah. immediately. So it was like, all right, don't invite him in. Let's go out on Philip's uh, filthies. Have a cigarette, you know. Have a cigarette. See what the hell the deal is. So we're just talking, and he's just real weird. He'd say something like, he would say things like, I used to work for the NSA. He said, I worked for the NSA, but now I'm retired. The guy is barely 40. So it's like, what happened? (laughs) He's like 45, I guess. But um, so he's like, you guys smoke weed? We're like, yeah. So he drunkenly goes back to his house and comes back with like weed I have probably not smoked since fucking middle school. Like, like oregano. It, it yes, was like stems and leaves. Weed. And yes. I was like, the fuck is this? And my buddy, who is a dealer and he's pretentious when it comes to weed, he's like, oh, that's that seventh grade shit. And like, oh, and he probably said, bro. Did he say bro? I'm sure he said bro. Is he a narc? Here's what I actually asked a guy. Like, he was I was like, so drunk on duty if he was a narc. Like, because <laughs> blitzed yeah. out of but his But he head. kept saying, like, yeah, I used to work for the FBI. And I was like, sir, are you still a fucking cop? <laughs> Like, just fucking, because he can't do anything. It's not like he can arrest me. And then here's when we started fucking with him. Mm -hmm. Um, We wanted him to leave, so I'm like, we got to come up with a plan. Yeah, so I told him. um, the other straight fault this happened. Yeah, the straight guys on the porch didn't like this, but I kept saying, oh, I was trying to creep him out to get him away, right? Right? So I was like, homophobia has always worked in my life, right? (laughs) Especially in that area. Oh, Oh, yeah, homophobic panic is, okay, so I was like, uh, we're gay kickboxers. He was like, what? I was like, all of us are about to go in there and have sex. I was just trying to creep him out. I'm saying like seventh grade shit to freak him out. Story too that I had a wrestling ring in my backyard. They would wrestle in the backyard. So he said, I always see you guys wrestling out there. You training. Know? Right? They're training. I said, well, actually, we're all gay kickboxers. And we're about to go inside and just fuck all of us guys. Right? And he started to go, oh, wait a minute. You're gay. Kickboxers can't be gay. He's he was so like, could confused. not put that together in his brain that people, gay people can do things. Like, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> that you can be a kickboxer. You could be a fucking, you could be whatever you want, you know? Right? He looked like that did not compute in his head. So yeah. he sat there very drunk. This is when it all backfired. Yeah. He started saying, well, if you're gay, you know, and he stood up. Uh-oh. And he started, uh, you heard the of his... He had a Velcro belt. Of his and Velcro I heard that. belt. And he, and he stood next to Philip. Next to me. Phil and I hear it, I'm like, what are you doing? You know? He starts to zip his pants down. This is all slow-mo memory. Just like, no, no. joke is not funny anymore. We all start screaming, no, 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 we're not gay, we're not gay. I, I mean, I am, but that is, no, 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 no. I don't like you. To, this is not what's going to happen, right? And he's like, so, he's like, wait, you're not gay? And we're like, no, we're not gay. Like a ton of bricks just hit him. Then he was like. And, and just, he just, yeah, it's just everything slouched. left him. Yeah. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't fun anymore. He wasn't about to, whatever he thought was about to happen. He zips his little dungarees back up. <laughs> his cargo pants. And he goes over and he sits down in this chair at the edge of the porch and he just slumps down, and he's staring off, and he goes, uh, love is love. 
Yeah, and he just like, passes out. Well, we understand that, but what he's you're like, doing like, is yeah, not... Yeah, we get you, that. We don't want to have an orgy. Just because, yeah, I, this is my fault because I kept saying ridiculous stuff to mm. get him out of there. And he thought, well, they're, I knew gay people were ridiculous. I'm going to do whatever that he thought was going to happen. Yeah. I don't know what he thought was going to happen. I'm not even going to venture to guess. But okay, eventually, sorry, part. but we had to drive him home because oh he was so God. drunk. So we then had to drive him home. I was staying away from it because... We I, went in the house and we're just like, what the fuck? And then grabbed a uh, Percocet. The deal, and um, <laughs> because obviously that helps, right? It, it did that night actually. Yeah, and then, anyways, really his friends. You guys are uh, crazy. Right? <laughs> this is some country ass shit. For the record, <laughs> I'm a city kid. I just happen to know a country bumpkin mm-hmm. named Filthy who I hang out with. Anyway. I have a piece of straw in my mouth. He always asks me if I'm the tax man when I pull up, and he's got a shotgun, double barrel pointed. Are at you me. the revenue man? <laughs> I'll kill you. Uh, uh, daddy said, "Shoot the tax man." <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> I think I laughed more than I. have Actually said mm. real words. <laughs> like, That's good. To we make would... this short, part two. There's a this is a denouement. Me and my roommate. Well, he wasn't my roommate then, but he is now. That, that's like the stuff you don't need to know. Go we're, on. I know. I'm backstory. You know. Just straight story. We were grilling on the back porch, okay. and then I hear my dog freaking out because I've got him like in the backyard, and that guy's back with <laughs> half a six pack of beer. Uh, oh, Natty Light. The frozen and frozen. Like hamburger, the cheap patties. Kroger brand, like the already patty burgers that were he's like just got a frozen pack of them. Yes, and he's like in his backyard, like hey, I'm and back no, again. No, but my dog is like in attack mode, and he the guy's trying to pet him, and I'm like, dude, don't touch the dog; he'll fucking bite you. He's a nice dog, but he's a fucking stranger, and that guy's a weirdo. So it came off as a the vibe. So he was like, hey, I just you know, like nothing ever happened. Like nothing ever happens. Like just want to hang out, and I, and me, I have a soft heart, so I'm just like, maybe he fucking forgot. That's not a soft heart. <laughs> what like, if like smile. I was on my back porch and he sniped me? I know it's like the beginning of a like, ghost so I gotta story. I got to be nice. I don't want to die. Exactly. Oh, that's a good not, point. not of a gunshot. Yeah, it's like uh, you remember Dane Cook when he was talking about <laughs> give the Snickers bar to the crazy guy in the office. Oh, that's right. Thanks for the <laughs> Snickers bar. It's like that. I understand. But uh, so, I love Dane Cook. I love jock comedy. <laughs> Go on, Phil. He gets on the back porch. <laughs> He's like, coals are hot, and gives me the burgers. I'm like. I cooked steak. Fuck this. I'm just like, all right, cool. What was it? No, me and my friend were talking about the girlfriends that we had at the time. Yeah, they were talking girlfriends. And problems. he just goes, wait, 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 wait. Like, he forgot you the part. Are the, gay? Yeah, the first time when he passed out drunk and had to be driven home, he forgot the part where he found out they they aren't gay and they weren't going to be having sex with him. Yeah, he forgot, he forgot that, forgot thought, that part. I'm gonna go back to the gay house because in my <laughs> scared little mind, they're gonna do stuff with me. I get to kiss the boy for once. And he, <laughs> he finds out they're not gay, and so he just goes, "Well, like I said, no, dude, we." This happened before, but it was worse. You like took your penis out and shit. And he was like, Oh, yeah, I remember that. And I was like, Then why is this happening again? You remember that? Oh, wow. And so it just gets quiet and it gets up and goes, Well, I got to be heading home. And I'm like, Okay, good. And I'm like, In my head, I'm like, Please don't come back. Please don't come back. And he has. I'll call the police. And that was it. Nobody ever heard from JC again. Holy crap, guys. He only came over there because he wanted the dick. He did. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh, he was hunting for dick. Absolutely. <laughs> There's a group of bros. He's like, one of these bros will fuck me. <laughs> one of these bros. And all of this. You got to do the voice one more time, though. Which one? <laughs> His voice. <laughs> so you're gay and you're kickboxers? He kept like a asking mark. That. This is all my fault. Mm. The gay guy came <laughs> over, made it all a big joke, and since then, the. The straight guys have had a confused man trying to fuck them. It's like, <laughs> Which yeah. made me feel great. I love that. Well, it's scary because <laughs> he seems a little, like, off. So it's like, like I said, I'm scared. I'm, I'm going to be, like, walking my dog and just hear, bang. Or, yeah, just, like, Some dart weird... in the neck. He drops down, wakes up in a basement. Uh, like, naked. Naked. What's that movie Gotta with Kevin that. Spacey where uh, the neighbor? K-Pack. American Beauty. Uh, the Kevin Smith. Oh, I almost said Kevin Smith. Uh, Kevin Smith directed uh, American Beauty, right? Um, no, he's like the character that comes over and kisses uh, Kevin Spacey because he's. You guys, you guys have seen that movie? I'm assuming. Oh, American Beauty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Where it's just like uh, it's like that scene. It's this very scary. What's he gonna do, neighbor who wants to kiss you? He wants to kiss me. I don't want him to, but I'm scared he's gonna fucking shoot me. Actually, it's probably moved on you past know. that at this point. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So awkward encounters. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that was the prompt that you guys were talking about. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Cool. Um, there were other strange people that I think you guys mentioned. Or that may have been it. Yeah. That oh, and like in my life, I've met plenty of strange oh, people. Uh, my dad used to like wake me up at six thirty in the morning. He was in the middle of a manic episode, and he would make me drive with him down to uh, like Statesboro or someplace to go and look at the Jesus Christ is on a tree down there. I heard about it on TV. We got to go see it. We go down there. He'd see nothing. He'd get back. I got to sit with him mad all, all the way back because he didn't see Jesus on in the bark of a tree. He's better now. <laughs> so I grew up with a weird guy. <clears throat> oh my I seriously cannot stop laughing oh my god cause you guys wrote oh okay so creepy neighbors that was it yeah um and then wrestling life stories um what got you into wrestling um my older brother his name is Adrian uh he he got me into it when I was a kid when he was uh um he's probably like 17 uh, and as a kid, I mean, it was, I loved it. It's like superheroes, but real life superheroes, but you know, it's like a comic book. There's guys like, that's just gay and stupid. I'm, I'm like, but you watch the walking dead every Sunday and zombies don't exist. Yeah. So why are you bitching at me for liking something I like? Yeah. He's almost like a wrestling rights activist. I am. Like, <laughs> like it's always that. Uh, no, uh, wrestling, it's one of those things I've always loved, and I was the guy that that's like, I'm going to do that one day. And then I was 25 sitting on the couch, and I was like, you're 25, and you still haven't fucking done it yet. So I looked on the internet for uh, places. There was a There's a place in Atlanta, WWA4, um, but they charge you like $1,000 like up front. And I was like, I'm not shelling out that much to, to fucking hurt. <laughs> You know, so not at least up front. <laughs> I knew a guy who knew a guy who wanted to open up a wrestling company at his gym. Like he already owned a Hapkido mm. gym, so he had the ring and the setup. So <laughs> I love the way he says Hapkido. Hapkido. <laughs> so he was just looking for anyone. It didn't matter how big you were, how fast you were. They're, they're like just. I don't care what shape you're in, just come and fucking try. And I was one of the first guys there, and a lot of guys have left. I mean, a lot of guys couldn't, were like, oh, this is not. They think that they're going to go in there and they're automatically a pro wrestler. No, you have to take training. You have to learn how to fall correctly. It's like, it's choreography. Yeah. You have to learn how to protect yourself and the other guy or woman. We have women wrestlers. Huh. Um, Progressive. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's, it's something I wanted to do, but... No, but that's cool. So yeah. so you joined a gym Yeah, and, just do that. Just and, yeah. get me out of there. That's in <laughs> he, a was, he was going down the Save train. me. Okay, that's cool. No, so, but... No, you could, like, you don't understand. You could leave, go do stuff all day, come back, and he'd still be sadder, and then I started wrestling. This to end it, I was one of the guys who started there, and I'm still fucking there. So oh, cool. cool. A Is lot that, of guys aren't. I think it's the hardest oh, working yeah. one there. I've, I've stopped by there a few times. Uh, I just know it's a, they put on great shows up there. I mean, oh, cool. So you guys actually there. perform and like, do yeah. cool stuff. Oh. It's a small kind of place. So all the indie shows like around Georgia and ar- around the country, it's always like, well, there's a gymnasium and a ring and some folding chairs. No. We have a stage. We cut promos and share them on the internet. We put our matches on the internet. Oh, cool. So, and we're trademarked. Okay. So, this other company in like Kentucky was trying to use our name. Well, they can't now. He has a lawyer. Gotcha. So, yeah. So, we take our, this company seriously. It looks like a WWE show. Oh, that's really cool. But micro machine wise. So, are you a face or a heel? I'm a face. I've always been a face. They won't let me be a heel. Okay. What does that mean? A face is a good guy. A hill is a bad guy, like shit hill. Like that guy's a oh, shit hill. hill. That guy's a like baby H-I-L-O. face. No, no, no. He that's the southern accent. H e e heel. Shit heel. Okay, so I did say it correctly. But there are shit hills. You got it. 
okay, cool. So you play the good guy. Yeah. I'm assuming it's tied to like your comic book, like superhero. Yeah. Um, I guess it to, um, it's very, explain my gimmick. It's very Kurt Russell. I, yeah, I'm just, I, yeah, like the guy from Big Trouble in Little China. I kind of was like that average, because he wasn't that big. I'm just that average guy that's like, I can fucking fight this guy. And then I figure out maybe I can't, or sometimes I do get the upper hand. Kind of like the underdog. That's basically what I am there. And the crowds love the underdogs. So, uh, to, to kind of segue into a little bit more about maybe your hobbies, mm-hmm. Michelangelo. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's talk about me. <laughs> we kind of got a little bit of your backstory. So you, so you do a lot of film and, mm-hmm. I mean, what's kind of, what's What you? do I do? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Well, I uh, run a, I co-own and operate a, uh, uh, I do a lot of commercial work. Mm-hmm. Um, local spots, we've done one or two national, two national things. Um and but uh, my passion, much like him for wrestling, is uh, film. Uh, so I've been doing. Uh, me and my co-director have been involved in. I think we've made thirty short films. A lot of them are garbage. A lot of them were years ago, and it was YouTube stuff. You know, where it's, uh, the jokes were very similar to the very jizz-filled jokes that uh, Filthy and I did on Y'all the original see podcast. One of his, uh, old we don't films. We don't do that anymore. Don't. Which one? Glorg. It no, Glorg got to film festivals. Yeah, we, we, uh, that awesome. That was a hit. Basically, and I'll uh, save you time on it, but uh, it came from Planet Glorg. Was a mockumentary about um, aliens with uh, penises on their heads that uh, ha- plot uh, hatch a plot to invade Earth and destroy the humans. And uh, yeah, but anyways, I'm working on a couple new things now. Uh, me and my partner, and we're also is comedy still your focus? We always start with comedy. When we're making a movie, we always come up with the, the... It's usually something that makes us laugh like crazy. But the further we do it, or go into it, we're now... We, we're more comfortable doing drama. I think when you first start doing film, if you jump right into drama for your short film, it'll probably be... It'll be very pretentious. Or it'll come off that way. You'll go a little bit too melodramatic. Or you're... you know, But you're just trying to figure it out. So it's usually a safety net for a short filmmaker to start off with comedy because like, you don't have to build any sort of emotional thing. It's just like, hey, he slips on the thing and hits his head, and it's funny. You know, you don't have to try too hard. You know, you don't. No, it's true. You know, so our first things are because we were shit scared to do it, and now we are trying to break more into drama. You know, in our own weird way. Are you like? Are there any organizations locally that you're heavily involved in? Whether like, are, are there like big film? festivals and stuff here like well, I, are, I don't actually know too much about oh well there are a lot of film festivals in atlanta yeah atlanta's blowing up uh in terms of it's still more television oriented than film oriented in atlanta but there's a there's a bunch of good film festivals and stuff you can get into um we've been luckily to a few of them glorg the, the short film we got into the uh underground film festival it came from planet glorg the aliens have penises on their heads as i've said and showing that to a room full of people was the scariest thing I've ever done because what if they don't laugh? What if the idea of a penis on a little green person's head isn't funny to you, which it isn't to a lot of people, and understandably, what if then you gotta sit there for 12 minutes while this thing plays to silence? Just before it starts, me and my co director said that we're nervous as shit, it's gonna be a fucking cemetery in here. We're screwed, right? Just before it starts playing, this couple brings in their six-year-old son, and we're like, oh shit, we can't do this. There's a little kid. Should I go tell the projector guy? They start playing it. Um, the first laugh we got was from the little kid, and then eventually the audience caught up. But that little kid, <laughs> yes. I think when the little kid left, they were like, oh, okay, I can maybe take the stick out of my ass, <laughs> or maybe. Wiener, yeah, no, he's like, yeah, that little kid laugh. I was like, I don't care if anybody else laughs. That little kid laughing is every fucking thing right now. Oh. Since they, because we shared like minds, you know, of humor, I guess. Uh, but the, yeah, that's changed. We we don't really go for the dick and fart jokes anymore. <laughs> so, uh, like, what's kind of the the newest one that you're working on right now? Anything upcoming that? Yeah, uh, I'm not gonna say the name of it. Actually, um, we haven't copyrighted it yet, just for safekeeping. Not that anybody would want to rip off the idea, but the title was really good. Okay, anyways. In our opinion, obviously, it's our stuff. Uh, it's basically, we wanted to talk about how we see 
society now, it's going to sound deep, but it really isn't, okay? We wanted to talk about how we think society probably is for the people felt left behind by globalization, the people who voted Trump, you know, because we're leftists, mm -hmm. me and my partner. But after the election, I was like, you know, we, I know some of these people are family of mine who voted for Trump. It's not that we can't just be, oh, fuck them, I won't speak to them. We've got to try and have discourse again, not just Facebook arguments, right? I or sharing agree. memes. Are you sure I can't just delete all of them from everything? I get it. I do get it. Believe me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know, I know. Well, yeah. it's basically, we try and imagine what it must be like if you're a right winger, um, more in line with the... Uh, not the alt-right, but people who live in the Rust Belt states where the, the economy has left them high and dry, you know, because that's just how, you know, modernity works or whatever. You know, that's how time moves forward. But uh, but it is not deep like that at all. It's very silly. Uh, no dick and fart jokes. It's more absurdist humor, I think, that we're going with for it. Yeah, we have something new in the that we're working on, and it's been a real bitch getting it going. So is it like a parody kind of? see what's going on no it's not no. direct about that either that's okay. the other thing we wanted to confuse the shit out of people and okay. so we just got like a bunch of symbols we want to throw in there like oh, stuff we're like missing eyes where people are like what are they talking about we wanted to make it to where it's like you know a fucking kook would love it like a like a 9-11 truth or would be like oh man there's something they're saying here man you know you get like an awkward like cult following like uh the that room or something that would suck and be awesome i don't know how which way it would break you know honestly anybody looking at her stuff i'm a fan of <laughs> i love you <laughs> okay what was one of your most successful like i mean obviously the the penis on forehead what was the name of it it came from planet Glorg. okay it Glorg. came from planet Glorg. <laughs> i don't know why i forgot that um, so was that your most successful to date? No, 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 no. Um, our latest one we did in 2016 called Paying Bills Be Like. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I want to watch this. You should. I also love how, like, formal you said that. Paying Bills Be Like. I was the choreographer. So, I'm, I'm so, like, I'm still very, um, not, I don't do the internet very well still, and I grew up with it, but I just, I'm not good at the LOLs and the LMFAOs and stuff. Uh, so I talk about it like it's foreign to me, and I apologize, but paying bills be like. It's also, uh, uh, it's basically a guy's got in bills, and he doesn't want to pay it, and he's having a nervous breakdown. And his roommate uh, comes in and says, hey, it's time to pay the bills, and doesn't realize he walked into a very murderous rage. And then a very um, uh, Tom and Jerry cartoonish fight breaks out between the two. That's it. That's it for 10 minutes. Is just, he throws a record, a vinyl record, hits the bad guy in the head. Oh, great. Now I'm going to have this fucking song stuck in my head all day. Just very punny jokes, stuff like gotcha. that. It's silly. But that's the one we've had the uh, most success with, yeah. Very cool. So we'll have to link that. Paying bills be like. Um, so definitely that check would... the show notes. We're going to have some cool stuff in here. Some recommendations from you if you're like interested in like maybe like local wrestling or just shit yeah, that's really yeah. cool about it. Um, and then some film stuff from you. And then obviously their awesome show. Mm -hmm. Thank you. With Dr. R Randall McNally. Dr. Randall McNally. It's a map joke. If you don't get it, Rand McNally. Yeah. We shouldn't peel back the curtain too far. Okay. <laughs> Hold rank. <laughs> well, on that note, I think that's a great time to go ahead and wrap up the show. Okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm your host, Beeps. I'm your co-host, Tink. I'm filthy. <laughs> you don't fucking know me. If really aggro, huh? I'm uh, Michelangelo, um, and, and I feel like you got a better idea of who I am now. But I might be different later. Is that too much? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>